Welcome to the 724 Life Podcast. I'm Lee Towns, the founder and pastor of 724 Life. At 724 Life, we are committed to helping you passionately follow Jesus seven days a week, 24 hours a day in every area of your life. Please be sure that you are fully connected with us by following and liking our Facebook and Instagram accounts at 724 Life Ministry. Also, subscribe and like our YouTube channel at 724 Life. Or you can follow me on Vimeo at Lee Towns. And of course, subscribe to and like this podcast. On these podcasts, we'll be sharing teaching and conversations about how you can experience and follow Jesus in every area of your life, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So let's get started today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us today for another episode of 724 Life Podcast. My name is Carla, and I'm married to Lee, and you may remember from last podcast, I had the privilege of listening to the podcast and then interviewing Lee regarding some of my thoughts and my questions. Our intention is to periodically invite different people to give us their questions and their opportunity to ask and just dig a little deeper into the teaching. So this week joining us is our youngest daughter, Carly. Carly, like I said, is our youngest. She's 25 and she's going to be joining us and she has the privilege, I think it's a privilege, of interviewing her dad on her thoughts about life hacks from Uber Eats. So thanks, Carla and Carly. I'm uh, I'm glad you're here, and uh, thanks for one uh, watching the video and listening to the the life hacks uh, from Uber. And uh, I'm eager to answer your questions and uh, hear your thoughts and perspectives. So take us away. Yeah. So I'm interested to talk about Uber with you a little bit um, because I have had my own fair share in Uber and even DoorDash and did DoorDash for a little bit when I was in between work. And then now that I'm in work, um, just to get a little bit more of a lay of the land, so to speak, and see where I live now in Virginia and make, you know, some extra money for vacations and fun stuff. Uh, I get to go do Uber as I would like, um, not as a requirement, but as I would like compared to when I did DoorDash. So yeah, it'd be fun to compare our experiences and see what are the things that, you know, we have in common and what are some takeaways that maybe neither of us had thought about before? Yeah. So just to kick us off on a lighthearted first question would be if you had to choose one thing, what is your most favorite thing about doing Uber right now? Yeah. So uh, the good thing about uh, this interaction is you get side hustle from an old guy and side <laughs> hustle from a young lady. Yes. Uh, so two, two different perspectives, but uh uh, you know, there are a lot of things about Uber I like, uh, you know, it's always great to have a paying job that has little to no stress. And yeah. that would be true about Uber, you know, that, you know, you, you sign on and work when you want to and mm -hmm. when you don't want to. Uh, and, and it's really, you know, you're not bringing anything home from work. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, hopefully unless not. you're bringing some food. Well, home, I was, I guess. Yeah. You do find some food places yeah. you want to bring home. That's exactly right. <laughs> that, that's the bad thing is you find restaurants that you want to try. Yeah. Uh, but the truth is, I, I guess, um, I, I mean, I, I like the fact that, uh, it helps me get to know my community better, obviously by traveling around, mm -hmm. but it also helps me to get to know the people in my community better. Cause I love meeting the people, whether it's the people that are working at restaurants or the people I deliver the food to. Although, uh, you know, with now, uh, the contactless delivery, um, uh, 
not a whole lot of people want me to knock on the door and hand the food to them. They just say, leave it at the door. <laughs> or at least that's how I say, how I think they sound when they type that. But my favorite part is meeting the people. Yeah, that's, that's the first place that we are different in our Uber <laughs> preferences because I am perfectly great when people say leave it at the door as long as it's clear where they want it. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind meeting the people, but I feel like it slows me down. But that's that's probably because I work with people during the day. So right. when I go do Uber, I'm like, all right, let me put in headphones, do my thing, make some extra money. Right. So with that being said, you know, I talked about just now, like listening to music, plugging into the car, doing my thing. Yeah. Um, what do you do like in the car when you're Ubering, when you're driving from place to place? Because there's a lot of time you spend in the car, less interaction with people. Like, right. what does it look like for you when you're in the car driving? Yeah, that's, you know, um, that, that may be another place where just kind of my world is a little bit different than your world, uh, from a generational perspective. Uh, but you know, for me, sometimes I listen to music. Um, I do periodically listen to podcasts. I, I have a handful of podcasts that I love to listen to. And so, uh, you know, and, and I've got one, um, Kerry Newhoff's, um, podcast is one of my favorites. That, and he interviews different people about leadership and different things like that. And mm -hmm. so I, I love listening to that. But the truth of the matter is one of the things that I, I do really enjoy about my, my time in the car and you, you alluded to it. I talked about it, you know, in the, in the little video mm -hmm. that, um, you know, there's a lot of waiting, you know, with Uber yeah. and, and so that time in the car is, I have a great opportunity to just reflect and think. And mm -hmm. so Often I'll drive, you know, several hours with no sound on oh, in the boy. car simply because <laughs> it just gives me a chance to, you know, think about, you know, different things that have been happening, kind of process through um, decisions, um, mm -hmm. even just open myself up to be able to pray a little, to be able to invite God into my thoughts and let him uh, stir, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in my thoughts. So for me, it, I guess I guess the word I would use, although I think probably over the course of the last several decades we've overused and maybe misused, but it's kind of a devotional time. It's mm -hmm. a you know it's a quiet space for me to hear God speak yeah. and and let Him you know kind of stretch my thinking. There's been a been a lot of kind of aha moments. Mm -hmm. I, I I think there are profound encounters with God, but there are aha moments that. Um, you know, I, because I've got quiet, God's able to kind of get in the space. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, that's very easy to understand. I, I mean, from my perspective, I'm sure there are not a ton of Uber drivers that probably <laughs> understand that. Uh, but easy to do that when you're out in the countryside, like watching the sunset and you've got this right. gorgeous landscape and just admiring, you know, like all the space that God has created and, right. you know, where we fit into that. So right, right. definitely have caught myself in those moments occasionally, probably not as often as you, <laughs> uh, but definitely, yeah, it's, it's a good time to plug in and, you know, spend some time with God and right. reflect on where you are and where God's taking you. And yeah, and you kind of allude a little bit to in this video, you know, talking about Uber Eats, life hacks, and then even kind of pull in from that waiting period of like, it's a really weird season. And, you know, right. there's a lot of time that, you know, you're trying to listen and hear where God's taking you and you're waiting to see what the next step is. Right. And Uber definitely gives you a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Because um, yeah. there is a lot of wait time, whether it's waiting for an order to, you know, ding in 
for right. that magic sound to happen. Right. Or, you know, even if you take an order that's, you know, 30 minutes out, you're like, all right. I mean, 30 minutes out in the country is a pretty view, so I don't mind it. Yeah. But, you know, yeah and, time. you know, in, in kind of regular everyday life, um, you know, we, we have noise. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's conscious and deliberate noise, like mm -hmm. playing radio or whatever. Um, and other times it's just noise of, people asking of stuff from you, trying to respond to email, mm -hmm. try just all kinds of different things that are, you know, demanding our thought attention. And, and, you know, David talks about in the Psalms, um, he just says, he reflects what God has said to him, be still and know. Mm -hmm. And, and I find that it's really helpful for me. I mean, it was a discipline before I was driving for Uber. It was mm -hmm. a discipline for me in my regular work life to carve out quiet space mm -hmm. that did not have an agenda and it didn't have noise, you yeah. know, where I could say, okay, Lord, I'm here. Kind of, kind of like that um, moment with Samuel when in the middle of the night he hears God mm -hmm. call him and, and he replies and says, speak Lord, your mm -hmm. servants listening. And, and I, I don't know that we do that very well. Right. And and driving for Uber has kind of put me in a place where I've got easy access to those moments. And I think coming out of that, that, you know, at whatever season I'm not driving for Uber, I will hold on to carving out space right. where I can just be in the quiet, you know, and, yeah. and listen. Yeah. And it's definitely easy to, you know, ignore the space you've carved out for that quiet and yeah. to say like, oh, I'm not going to spend this time reflecting because it's not always fun to reflect. It's not always, you know, fun to sit in quiet by yourself and wait for, you know, the next step or what God's saying to you. But um, it is a practice and, you know, it, you know, it keeps going back to that waiting, like building, you know, building those muscles and and you allowing yourself that space to be quiet to allow God to speak because it's really hard to hear God speak when you've got everything else flying at you. Right. So, uh, to the next question, um, we talked a little bit about waiting and, uh, you know, all the fun things that come with Uber. Um, but you talked a lot about in your, uh, video talking about Uber eats, those, those five qualities, um, which of the five qualities, which were, re uh, responsibility, patience, friendliness, kindness, and being empathetic. Um, what of those five qualities do you feel like you currently right now need to grow the most in? Oh man, uh, you know, um, that question is a question that as I was thinking about this conversation, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, trying to glean some life hacks that that was kind of the first question, you know, as I started going, okay, here are these qualities. Then I started asking myself that question. And so before I give you the answer to the question, you know, one of the things that I've observed is often we'll ask that question and we'll say, how am I doing on this? Mm -hmm. You know, and right. we'll, and we'll give ourselves a, a, a report card, right. uh, you know, and say, you know, whether it's these five qualities or other character qualities that we look at and say are valuable, mm -hmm. you know, we'll go, okay, so are the fruit of the spirit, you know, are they showing up in my life? And, you know, and what I, what I've observed about myself and, and, you know, people as I've, worked with people over the years is that if you ask them, for example, are you responsible? Well, I've never heard anybody say, no, I'm irresponsible, <laughs> you know, right. or are you friendly? You know, nobody goes, no, I'm, I'm unfriendly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's not, uh, you know, it's just not how we assess ourselves. And as I reflected on that, that, you know, what, what, what is the strength and weakness for me and, and where, you know, do I need to grow? I realized that that question 
is really not a question that I can answer because I'm asking a question about qualities that are outward qualities. Mm -hmm. And I don't actually have the skill set to assess the outward qualities right. because I'm going to always feel mm -hmm. like, well, I am even, right. even if you don't see me that way. Right. Now, having said that, you know, I think we can discipline ourselves and say, okay, and you've worded the question really well, where, where would I like to grow? What, mm -hmm. What's the area that I go? Okay. Well, um, yeah, I think I'm friendly. I think I'm kind. I think I'm responsible. I think I'm patient. I think I'm mm -hmm. empathetic. Um, but where would I like to grow? It, it scares me to say, and and I think you're going to understand this. It scares <laughs> me to say I want to grow and be impatient oh. because you know there's that old saying that says you know if uh, be careful not to ask the Lord to give you patience because yeah. He will. Yeah, a <laughs> but, lot of it. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you know I think the Lord is teaching me some of that. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I I want to grow, um, Carly, probably most right now in the area of empathy. Um, I, I can be a pretty selfish person. And so I see the world as I see it, you know, from the mm -hmm. chair I sit in yeah. and it is really, really easy mm -hmm. to only see the world from the chair I sit in. Right. And so I, I really want to be able to put myself in, in another shoes. I, I may still have a perspective that says, you know, I, I wouldn't behave that way or I right. wouldn't agree with a, a, a thought process, but at least understanding, mm -hmm. you know, why mm -hmm. um, a person is acting out yeah. or, you know, responding, yeah. you know, in a way that they are, it, it certainly cools the temperature of our conversation down, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if I can understand your story and what has, you know, to use a word that we use often, what has triggered you, mm -hmm. if I can understand that and I can feel that to a certain mm -hmm. degree, I can't feel everything you feel, but right. if I can feel that to a certain degree, then I think um, it helps me be more kind and more patient mm -hmm. and more friendly towards you right. rather than the hostility and the anger and the argumentative uh, kind of responses that, that often we have. So, yeah. yeah, I think, I think empathy is where I would like to grow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think that's true. I mean, very much so in Uber, but you know, I resonate with that on a, you know, another level with where I am in work right now. Right. I'm working with people and I won't go too into depth on it, but right. you know, I work with people who come from very different backgrounds. Every one of my clients comes from different, you know, struggles that they're going through, or, you know, different economical status level, you know, right. all those things. And, you know, sometimes I'll get on a call and I'm there to help them find a job and they don't want to find a job and they're angry that I'm calling them to look for a job. And, you know, I have to take that with a grain of salt and go, okay, what are the other factors behind, you know, what I'm seeing right. that are affecting their day to day like what has made them you know hostile towards me it may not be me personally but you know all the factors leading up to when we jumped on that call right what's going on in their day to day so you know just getting on to each other's level and figuring out okay where what is your lens where are you coming from where can i meet you and what is one thing that we can work on today right, right. maybe not you know all these lists of things that we had to work on but where's what's one thing that i can help you with today to make today a little bit better right and that, that you know that comes down to that friendliness that kind kindliness right. you know just 
being human with each other. Right. And it, and it really feels like it all starts with empathy, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I, I mean, I know you, you, we could have this conversation about each one of those five qualities and go, Hey, it starts here. Yeah. But it, it does feel like that, um, with empathy, that's the thing that we kind of neglect. And I, you know, I referenced, um, the fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in the talk, I talk, I referenced Galatians five mm-hmm. t- 22, yeah, which is the fruit of the spirit. Well, in that same book of the Bible in Galatians, you know, there's, there's a directive Paul makes that just, it's a phrase and it's in, you know, a bigger context and you should read the whole yeah. thing, you know, to <laughs> understand it. But there's a phrase he uses that he just says, bear with one another. And, um, actually he says that in a number of occasions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and when I think about that, I think bearing with one another is only possible when we have that character quality of right. empathy. You know, right. we, that, that idea of bearing with one another certainly means to share one another's load. Um, but it also means to extend patience when, you know, we are, um, overstressed or, right. you know, feeling pain and reacting from a place of pain. And, um, I, I think in order for us to be the one another kind of people that the Bible and the new Testament talks about, Mm -hmm. we, we definitely have to have that quality of empathy. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we've kind of segued into a great, another question off of that friendly and kindness level, but I think so often friendly and kind kind of get lumped together and people assume that, you know, being friendly is being kind and being kind is being friendly. And yes, they do matter right. to go together. But from your viewpoint, what do you see as a difference between friendliness and kindness? Yeah. So, uh, I, I mean, I, I think that's probably a lot, a, a long answer if I were going to get, you know, clinical about right. it. But in my mind, when I say they're not the same thing, similar but not the same, um, I think of friendliness as how we connect you know, whether or not I'm willing to talk to you, whether or not I'm willing to listen to you, or I'm just going to put in my AirPods, yeah. you know, and try <laughs> to ignore you. And, and friendliness, you know, acknowledges that we inhabit this place with others right. and we're not the only people here right. and we can, we can try to isolate and be islands, but we are fundamentally, um, relational creatures mm-hmm. and, um, and we do, we do herd, yeah. you know, or traveling pack or whatever you want to use from the animal kingdom. But we, <laughs> but we do, we don't isolate. We, we aren't, in fact, you know, we understand that really negative things happen when we are alone yeah. and friendliness says, okay. Uh, or friendliness is the idea of how we connect. You know, I'm willing to speak to you. I'm willing to engage you in a conversation. Um, I, my observation, you know, is, and I, and I have this tendency, you know, I've, I've deliberately avoided, uh, using AirPods, um, when I, um, when I Uber, Mm -hmm. because I've watched as people, whether it's in delivery services or in other ways, Mm -hmm. they put their AirPods in and they walk by people as if they're not even there. And friendliness says, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to acknowledge that I am among others and I'm going to engage with others. And, and probably friendliness speaks to the fact that I'm interested in you, that at least interested enough to say hello. I had a, I had an encounter just uh, today, quite frankly, when I was out making an Uber delivery where um, I, I I delivered to a place and as I 
drove up, another delivery driver drove up, <laughs> yes. and 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 so we were both delivering food mm-hmm. to uh, the same house. Arrived there at the same time. And, you know, uh, I was there just, you know, a few seconds ahead. So I was the one, this was a meet at the door. Mm -hmm. So I was the one that was ringing the doorbell and he was standing behind me and it was kind of an awkward silence. And I just chose to say, Hey, are you know, how are you? What, who are you delivering for? And have a, and I had a really, it was brief. I mean, you know, nobody's going to have a long conversation, (laughs) right? (laughs) But it, but it was just a, I'm going to acknowledge that you're there. Uh, I'm going to be kind to you. And I mean, I'm going to be friendly with Mm -hmm. you and that I'm going to speak to you. Uh, and, and when, when I put my AirPods in, I've noticed about myself and again about others that I'll just walk by, right? you know, and I'll never have that conversation and never acknowledge you. And in a world that's saying they want to be seen, I think a part of that angst is we have eliminated the being seen in the very fundamental levels with the, with the just generic, hello, how Mm -hmm. are you kind of thing. So that's how I think about friendly. And when I think about kind, I'm thinking about how we treat each other. So mm-hmm. if friendly is how we connect, kind is how we treat. And so it's the it's the saying, I'm going to be nice. I mean, yeah. there is a t-shirt that's out, you know, <laughs> now that I see all over the place. Actually, I've started seeing it in two different iterations, but I've seen initially, I saw a whole bunch of the be nice mm-hmm. kinds of things. But then I've recently noticed there's the be kind and yeah. And I think actually those start to be the same thing, um, yeah. that that I'm going to treat you well, that yeah. when when we do something, whether it's cutting you off in traffic or right. choosing not to, right. jumping in line or choosing not to, yeah. um, how I even take out of your hands, like when I go to a restaurant and they hand me the food, how I take it out of their hands, yeah. you know, or how I hand it to a customer who comes to the door and, uh, and kindness, you know, it only works again, if we've learned patience and empathy, yeah. you know, cause, uh, it, it's not a very kind world and I'm figuring out myself that kindness in order for there to be kindness in the world, I have to be the initiator yeah. and because no one is going to be kind to me if I'm not kind to them. Yeah, yeah. Now, not everybody responds in kindness. Right, right. <laughs> I acknowledge that, but uh, but for me, as a follower of Jesus Christ, and trying to reflect who He is and demonstrate who He is, uh, He is kind, and He treats us well. Mm-hmm. In fact, He treats us mercifully in that He. Uh, doesn't treat us in the way that we deserve to be treated. Mm-hmm. He initiates kindness towards us. Yeah. Well, I feel like I have an obligation as an image bearer, you know, one who's made in the image of God, and I'm trying to become like Christ. I feel like I have an obligation to be a kindness initiator. Right, right. And people see that difference. You know, I, I've heard that, you know, growing up in the church, you hear a lot of like, you know, you don't have to wear the T-shirt. You don't have to, you know, have it marked on you that you're a Christian, but people will know by the way you act. Yeah. And, yeah. and setting that model and, you know, they may never know. You know, they may pass you and go, wow, he was really kind when 
this order took 30 minutes and it was supposed to be ready, you know, in right. five minutes. Right. Um, but they are going to remember that you were kind to them, you right. know, and not give you a thumbs down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the ratings, which yeah. is always, you know, irritating when you get it. You're like, what did I do wrong? Like, right. I've right. had two of those in all my deliveries. I'm like, I want to go back and fix it. Like, right. what was the reputation I left with them? Right. What did I do wrong? But, you know, you know, you move forward, you learn, you say, okay, right. like they didn't think I was presenting professionalism or I didn't have the hot bag, right. you know, <laughs> but you know, you leave an impact where you go and kindness and friendliness do go a long way. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening today. It was such a great conversation and so much was said that we've decided to share this in two different podcasts. Today, you've experienced part one. Join us next week for part two. Thank you so much for joining us today for our 724 Life podcast. We hope that it has been helpful as you endeavor to follow Jesus seven days a week, 24 hours a day in every part of your life. Be sure you subscribe to this podcast so that you can hear future episodes. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 724 Life Ministry. And subscribe and like our YouTube channel at 724 Life. I hope you have a great day and we look forward to seeing you next time.